everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is July 5th, 2020. Busy holiday weekend. Uh, very busy. Dave, I'm going to start this holiday weekend podcast with an FU of the day. Okay. I got a couple FUs. Okay, good. And they Those all the fall ones. under the same umbrella. Okay. FU to any little fucking gopher or little skunk or little rabbit that thinks he has enough game to cross from one side of the road to the oh, other. Shit. What did you hit? I didn't hit anything, but I was did a lot of driving over the weekend. Yeah. And you see a lot of goddamn roadkill. Now, most times with roadkill, you ignore it. Yeah. But I made a game of pointing out roadkill to my kids and going, look at this little fuck. What did he have to do on the other side of the road that was so important? And you know what he's doing? There's a family of four left behind that's like, we're not having dinner until dad gets home. And I go, dad's a fucking tire mark. Maybe dad was bringing dinner home. Well, I, I think Dad was going over to get a little fresh. <laughs> now, I shouldn't say rabbit because a rabbit can make it. But, dude, you're seeing gophers. Here's the other thing, too. If you to any bird you see dead on the road, you have a huge advantage. You fucker. Have you ever hit a bird? <laughs> dude, it's loud. Did, did I hit a bird going from the 8 to the 805 north on that no ramp? No way. And it hit right into the windshield. Oh. And, man, you couldn't see shit. It was crazy. Like, all of a sudden, you think, I'm going to crash. Oh. It was so much fucking blood. <laughs> and it was a rent car <laughs> oh. like, When I returned it, like, what the fuck happened here? I, uh, yeah. I just I just looked at him. I'm like, who's this gopher yeah. think he is? <laughs> Crossing six lanes. You think you got that game, gopher? Skunk, your fucking legs are right on the ground. What's the worst thing you ever hit? Oh, oh, I absolutely, well, I hit two things. I hit a possum on a motorcycle, which oh. I thought was going to fucking turn me into Jan and Dean. <laughs> and then, uh, dude, that put me down. That, Did it really? You oh, crashed? Dude, I look like Elvis, or Elvis, excuse me, evil coming over Caesars. <laughs> dude, that put me right over the handlebars. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no helmet. Fuck, I was, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Oh, yeah, he came out of nowhere, and I'm on a shitty, uh, Honda Nighthawk. Yeah. And dude, he he came out and it hit and my whole back end went out. Oh yeah. Just launched me. Dude, I'm all on the ground. Yeah. Oh. Possum just ran away. Toughest Jeez. possum ever. Um <laughs> toughest possum ever. Possum are awful. I, yeah. I God man, I hate this stuff because I, I just feel like it's gonna jinx me. I I've never hit in a household pet. Oh, dude, me neither. Oh. If I hit a dog, I'd feel oh, terrible. Oh, dude, dog, cat, yeah. anything like that, right? Turtle, I'd be, I'd be pretty <laughs> fucked up. Guinea pig, lizard. Nobody hits a guinea pig. I'd be pretty sad. Um, I think I've hit a couple possums. Okay. Skunk is bad. I've hit oh, skunks dude, that, I've that not. fuck up the inside of your car. Yeah, because it takes forever to get the smell out. Yeah. Yeah, skunks are bad. Dude, I remember when I was a kid, my mom, living in Tennessee, there are a lot of roads that just go like highway, but then they dip down, then they come back up, dip down. Yeah. My mom's friend literally hit a horse. What? Yeah, hit a horse, dude, and it almost Ow. killed her. You dude, know? it would, like a deer? Yeah, but yeah, they hit the horse, went up, and then came right through the, the top of her ceiling and crushed the entire car. You would have oh thought she God. ran into an 18-wheeler. Killed a horse, and it almost killed her. Like, she was in the hospital for months. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't. How much does a horse weigh? I have no idea. I don't know, but that to me is like, that's like how I see myself dying. <laughs> like you just coming in here, you and Elston. Well, 
Jesus. Elston's filling in for you. First guy filling in. You saw the dude. You just that guy? You just that guy? All right. Jeff was on the 67. Jesus. And goddamn, he hit Rusty. <laughs> huh? Fuck. What? I need a fucking mule or something. That mule just comes in, right? The yeah. back legs just come in and just kick me right in the fucking yeah. carotid artery. Yeah. See, there are some ways you don't want to go out, right? Right, yeah, that you, way. Yeah, there, there are like five ways you don't want to go out. You don't want to go out Elvis's way, right? You don't want to go out on the no, toilet. No, you can't go out that way. Yeah, you don't want to go out like have a heart attack watching Pornhub. Like, That's uh, a bad one. Matthew McConaughey. Always, Matthew McConaughey's dad went like your buddy. Well, your buddy's dad didn't die, though. But Matthew McConaughey's dad, he said Big Jim. Yeah. Big Jim died with a root. Yeah, that's right. Banging a chick, and yeah. they carried him out. The sheet yeah. had a little pup tip. <laughs> I mean, respectfully to Jim McConaughey, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're completely being respectful. Yeah, I don't know if it was a little pup tip or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, yeah, man, that would be bad. Where else would it that be one's, bad? That one's not bad because you're doing what everyone wants to do. It's yeah. The, I think Richard Pryor has a joke about this. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's is like, that right? Yeah, he was saying that girl couldn't give it away after that. Somebody died in there. <laughs> and she could never get laid after that. Oh, dude. Yeah, there's no, like, nobody has a cool. Yeah. Like, we just saw Carl Reiner, right? Carl yeah. Reiner was cool. 99 years old. Hugh yeah. Downs, 99 years old. I saw that the other day. I didn't realize We had that. just talked about him yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And you hear that he died peacefully at his home, surrounded by family. In Arizona, yeah. I don't know. I just, like, died peacefully at home. That's I don't a, need my whole family no. going, uh, is he gone? Poke him. <laughs> Poke him. Poke him. Putting the mirror on your nose? Right. Yeah. Like, I was there when, you ever been in the room with some, well, I mean, tragically yeah, here, I but have, I mean, yeah. have you been there? When they take their last breath? Yeah, I have. My mother-in-law. That's a, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I have not seen this, but I've had two different people say this to me. My sister swears with my grandmother, and my buddies say the same thing. They were in the room with Cheech when Cheech passed away. When you were you were there with your mother-in-law at the yeah, end? Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. I wasn't looking. My wife was looking. I wasn't looking. Did she describe anything? No, we didn't get into it. I, like, I've heard what you're about to say, I think, about that last peaceful breath and the way their face, like... Uh, a clarity over their face. My both of my my friends that when Cheech passed and my sister said, "You felt it." Oh, really? You felt it in the room. Oh no! And she like an energy, and it felt like. Oh. And the other crazy thing, I didn't get this with Shane, but I heard about uh, my grandmother, is that they look, that they're looking not at you but like to the right. Yeah. Like there's somebody there. Someone there to walk them to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to walk us? <laughs> Who do we got? I don't know. I, that's funny you say that. I um, Yeah, I don't know, man. That, that's crazy. Jake. I, well, I told you I had a crazy dream with Jake. Like that's the only dream I've had where him and I were like, felt like we we're spending eight hours together, like the whole day. Yeah. And uh, it was it was so goddamn clear. And I asked him every question you could possibly want to ask. And we were sitting which is funny because he didn't go on that trip to New York with us, but we're sitting the view you see from New Jersey to Manhattan. We're sitting yeah, on yeah, a bench. Yeah, sure. We're looking over, the, I believe, the Hudson River, mm-hmm. and we're looking at the skyline of Manhattan, and I just picked his brain for eight hours. That's what it felt like. And we, I mean, the, the sun went down, and we're talking, and, and I asked him. I said, 
do you go straight to heaven when you pass? And he said, no. He said, you go to therapy first, basically. You got to be clean before they let you in. He better be telling the truth. And so I'm going to pass those story. Because I, okay. I, I asked him, I said, who was waiting? I asked him the question. Who was waiting for you on the other side when yeah. you passed? I said, was your grandmother there? Was my dad there? And she, he's like, no, it doesn't work that way. He goes, you basically have to go through a cleansing first. Like anything you did bad or anything that, that you're bringing in that's poison, you got to basically clean it out before they let you How long are you going to be in that? How long are you going to be in that? Well, I'll be there a long time. But yeah. the crazy thing was when I asked him that, I told you what he said. He said to me, you'll see, you'll be here in two years. Oh, yeah. When was that? That was a year and a half ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> so. So, again, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you only need to pay about six more months. <laughs> then you're done. Yeah, you're good. 30 more bucks. Yeah. Did it freak you out? No, Death not freak a, you not out? at all. It didn't. And then my son went through a hard time. Yeah. He went through a hard time because I had kids late. And he started crying the other day because I was saying to him, like, dude, you don't, you don't understand. Like, Dave, Dave had kids young. Um, my, my parents had kids young. Yeah. I didn't. And so like, more people are more and more like you though. I mean, no, I know a I lot of people it. in their forties having kids and you yeah. were exactly 40. You weren't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. So with them being 12, I look at it and I go, all right, dude, well, when you're my age, I'm 92. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> He's like, fuck. What? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I go, now they're guys, like you look at, right? Like Carl Reiner just passed yeah. away at 98. Yeah. Like, dude, he was great. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a part of it. You go, hey, man, it is what it is. You you live every day. You you have to make the most of it. And, look, my buddy Cheech passed away uh, at 49. That, see that? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, and his son was 16. That's always what I think of first. Where are the kids? Yeah. Like, how much more time did you want with your kids? Or how much more time did your kids need you? Is yeah, that's the important thing, right? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the good thing is, like I said, um, you guys may have heard, uh, I had Jeff Isaac come in, <laughs> and I, I just couldn't be, like, I hope I'm here to the end. But if I'm not, my kids will move in with Seika, and <laughs> it'll be great. She's you know, it's, the age thing is funny. Like, you have a great relationship with your parents. Yeah. And they're both alive. And, uh, you know, a good buddy of mine's dad passed away last week who ah. who um, who died from COVID-19. And so, oh, shit. but, you know, you sit there and you go, well, you know, how they could die at 98 and you're mm-hmm. 99 and you're going to go, so still was too soon. That's it. And I mean, I'm watching these pictures on Facebook and I follow his relationship with his dad and his dad and him going to Dodger games and Laker games. And yeah, it was, they were best friends. That's the thing. You know, and um it's it, it it it's sad. I, I had a situation the other day where a friend of mine called me, who um, whose son used to play for me and play and played with Jake. And the sad thing was his her husband's um, her father in law basically passed away. But okay. she said the deal was it was her husband's best friend too, like the relationship you have with your kids, the relationship yeah. I have with Josh. And saying you know not only did he lose his dad, he lost his best friend. He, two yeah. people died. And, yeah. uh, and just devastated, you know, yeah, when you it's go, hard. it is, it's, it's, it's hard, but no, man, it's funny The the fear of death for some reason has never been with me. My, I've, yeah. I always had more of a fear of what happened to me was, was Jake passing, you know, what if one of something happened to one of my kids? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you hear, of course, if a car was coming down the street and about to hit your boys, you would jump in front of it or you always. push them out of the way. Always. 
and because anything but your kids. But for me, it was no. I was never never afraid. Like I know some people are so freaked out by death. It's going to happen to all of us. Yeah, that's I mean, the rumor. It, yeah, that's that's the big rumor out there. That's the hoax. Uh, and so yeah, it just it's one of those uh, one of those things. I'm worried about my son, Cade, because he'll be the one that will take it hard. Yeah. So I have no. You know what yeah, I mean? I got you. Like. I think his brother will be impacted. I don't know if there's a WWE pay-per-view. It'll be like, well, dad's dead tomorrow. It depends what day. You better not, right. You better not die. But tonight's night. SummerSlam, and Seth Rollins has a big match against uh, <laughs> The Fiend. And I respect that. Uh, he'll probably keep me paying for the WWE Network even after I'm dead. But those kind of things. But it is, Dave, it's completely different the relationship I have with them. But here's the cool thing. Um, Max's wife, and by the way, this is a weird thing too, and this is for divorced people out there. Today would have been my 13th wedding anniversary. Yeah. I really, it's just like, I didn't know how to feel because you go, oh, it's July 5th, and you look at yeah. Facebook memories. My first Facebook memory that stood out was a year ago tonight. I was caught in the earthquake at the Grove. Oh, yeah. So my sons and I yeah. a year ago, and I go, oh, shit, that's great. And and I said to them, I go, look, I'm incredibly happy for the time I had with your mom. But then I said to a friend of mine tonight, I go, am I supposed to feel something like is there? And I don't mean that disrespectful yeah. to yeah. her or anything else because I'm thrilled. It gave it my sons. But I just wonder for other people that are divorced, how do you feel on your anniversary? Yeah. Because you go, oh, wow, that's wild. Like, it was that day. And, you, and we get along, but there's not any. I didn't feel like I had to cancel the show tonight. No. <laughs> and I did don't you, mean that to be did, a dick. Did you see her at all today? Yeah, you just saw her. Yeah. Because they're going, they leave tomorrow. Did, did she and bring it up or you bring it up? It was funny. So my sons and I just spent five days together. Yeah. Because they're leaving for two weeks tomorrow. And... um. It makes her crazy because I'll send her a text and then I just delete things because I'm always thinking I'm going to pocket dial you. Well, she may not reply to it immediately. So I yesterday we had spent a couple of days in Malibu, a couple of days a day in Santa Barbara. And then yesterday we came into Hollywood and we did a uh, celebrity homes bus tour. Did and you? I've never done it. They'd never done yeah. it. Like, yeah, we got it's fourth of July. Yeah. All the beaches are closed. Let's just go do something stupid yeah. and how, have fun. How empty was LA? Uh the LA, streets, I mean. Busy. Really? But LA, Santa Barbara, Ventura, people had masks on. People yeah. were cool. Yeah. I get back into Carlsbad last night. It's dipshit city. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> um But I had sent her a picture of the house, like they should, I don't know if these are all true, right? They're like, hey, there's Magic Johnson's house. Yeah. There's Carrie Fisher's house, right? Yeah. So I'd send her a picture of uh, like the house that they use for Lethal Weapon. But she didn't see it until today. So she's responding to that. I'm responding to something else. And I told her, don't yell at me on July 5th. <laughs> and she just wrote like, 20 LOLs. So she was, she's great. I'm fine. It's all good. But, um, but what was cool about it was she had 
a son very, very young. And yeah. I've said this a couple of weeks ago, right? For a long time, he's stepson. Now he's just your son. And he called me because he had been furloughed at his job and he's now back to work. And he goes, hey, he goes, what do I do now with my unemployment? And we just had a long talk and he goes, he goes, look, 90% of it is because you went through it for radio because I just missed talking to you. I just yeah, wanted to check in, see cool. what's going on, see how you're doing. And Dave, that's the thing. Where I look back at it, I go, man, I'm a dad to him. He yeah. never had a dad. I'm a dad to these two goofs. So, yeah, it's just the part, the impact that I've had on his life, the impact he's had on mine, what Jack and Kate have had. Yeah, but it, it, it bothers Cade. It does. And this is the other thing that I got. Where we were driving uh, two nights ago. My days run into each other. It's Friday night. We come back from Santa Barbara. We're staying in Agora Hills. And we kind of get off. We spent the night. And I said, you know, man, I really dig that we do these. We started doing it when they were like six or seven. And then really a lot during the last three years that their mom and I have been apart. Because I said, you're four years away from being a senior in high school. And at that point, just remembering my own life, that's when your buddies are like, we want to go to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. We got a houseboat yeah. at Havasu. And I said, all of these different things that we've done, it changes. Yeah. And I go, that's why I'm just really glad we have this. And we get to the gas station. We get out, right? Because you're at a hotel. Everybody wants to get bottles of water. My son, Cade, pulls me aside. He goes, hey, Dad, just do me a favor. He goes, I can't do that conversation. He goes, I'm not ready for that. He goes, when you talk about me going away to college in this ending, he goes, it really sucks. Okay. So he goes, please don't. I was like, wow, really? Yeah. And I said, okay, well, that's great. But I said, what's going to happen in four years is numbnuts over there will be hanging around. <laughs> and you'll you'll be like windsurfing in Costa Rica. And he laughed and laughed and laughed. He's like, well, I don't think that's going to happen. But if it does, I go, you got to live your life, man. That's what I did. They, I told them when I moved to London, they love this story. They're very tight with their grandmother. My mom drove me to LAX. Yeah. She started crying in like Oceanside. Oh, fuck. And I was like, you got to stop. This sucks. <laughs> And they they love it, right? I'm like, God damn it. I should have just taken the bus. God, enough out of you, right? And I'm like, if you go to college in Mission Viejo, I'll probably be a fucking oh, wreck. I'll be a wreck. Yes. I remember Josh left to Riverside. Oh, I was, was a wreck. You yeah. were a wreck. And I'm like, but I'm moving to London, and I'm just yelling yeah. at your grandma. Yeah. Enough out of you. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd never yeah. thought of it where you go, you know, you live your life, you try to accomplish a few things, but you start thinking about it, you start looking at it through their eyes, and that's where you go, man. But he'll always have these. That's what's cool. These will always be around, right? Like, yeah. they'll always have, and that's why I always say to them, they have CDs of radio shows. There'll be things that they can drive around and they can put them in, right? I mean, it'll be like a beta player in 20 years. But these shows, somehow they'll be able to find Yeah, them. of course. Uh, the CDs, they'll find a way to be able to play them. And that's the one thing. I'm like, dude, I'll always be there. Yeah. And uh, and that part's good. But, yeah, it's just 
It's crazy thinking about it, right? You're thinking about the impact on everybody else. Well, you know, the good thing is you're doing it right. If your kid feels that way about you, that means he has a great relationship with you. I mean, yeah. I told you, I moved away from home when I was 15, and it wasn't a hard deal, I don't think, for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I moved 2,000 yeah. miles away. My parents were in Nashville. I was in L.A. Can you imagine Jake oh, or Josh moving at no, 15? No, dude, I told you. When I, you were, I remember exactly what happened when Josh went to college for the first time. You and I did a show at 1090, uh -huh. and then I left that morning right from the station and drove straight to Riverside because Rita went ahead of me and uh, went and dropped him off. And we moved him in. Riverside. Went, went, UC Riverside. Right. And we're sitting there, and... We went out to dinner, then we came back, and we... Did you know, when did it start clicking in your head, like, fuck, this is... When did it feel like the clock in your head, Dave, like three o'clock high? Were those really loud, click, yeah. click? Sixth grade. When he was in sixth grade, I remember saying, I have six more years left with him. Right. Kind of like you just did with your sons. Yeah. But and, on that day, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. Well, right away. And it was funny, you were joking around with that song, The, the Cat in the Cradle, but that song never got me. Um, I don't remember. There was a song, though, that got me. But I remember telling Rita, I go, look, I get up at like three in the morning. You're going to have to drive home. I'm going to be dead fucking tired. I got to do a show with you tomorrow. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll drive home. And so we, uh, <laughs> it's funny, man, I can feel tearing up right now. Yeah. And um, we go to Riverside. We move him in. We go out to dinner. We drop him off right in front of his apartment. And he sits on a bench. We say goodbye to him. And we get in the car. Done. And well, Rita can't breathe like she's crying so hard and right. then i look in the back seat who i thought his brother can't wait till you fucking move out for years you know yeah dude he like bawled so loud cried for two hours home i mean he was right. like couldn't breathe yeah i mean reed and i were tough so i'm crying but i was i gotta focus on the fucking road yeah and she can't see she's crying and this guy was like he's gonna pass out he's crying so hard yeah he missed his brother so much that second, we get home and we had to call him and go, hey, you okay? And he said to us, he goes, I literally haven't left that bench for two hours. I sat there and cried for two hours too. All yeah. four of us isn't were crying. You know what and, I'm saying when yeah. I say, isn't that great? It well, tells you the connection amongst it, the it, four, it does. right? And I, and I say this all the time, and I'm not trying to, to turn the story bad, but what, uh, what happens is when your kids leave, let's say yeah. your kids go to college, even if one goes. Yeah. Goes off to college, they come back, and you have them for your time like you do now. Mm -hmm. You feel a balance. And I always say to people, I go, yeah. when, even when one kid's gone, until you have, if you have a family of four, you have all four back, you feel like, I got the balance in, in the home. For you, it's, it's now three. You'd still have the balance in the right. home. And so the biggest thing I remember when Jake passed was I turned to Rita. I said, oh, my God, we're never going to have that balance again. It's weird, right? And it sucked yeah. because even when Josh would go to Alabama and come yeah. back, I'd say, oh, the house feels balanced. This is the way yeah. it's supposed to feel. With, uh, with When Jake passed, I remember going, that horrible feeling when Josh wasn't here was exactly how we're going to feel forever. And I remember Jake used to get really upset with me because on my phone, I always had a picture of Josh on my Oh, yeah. He on, was quick to on, point on, it out. Always. To you, too. Always complaining to you. <laughs> you were his ear and you gave him, I mean, you always made it worse. <laughs> and I always said to him, I go, I keep a picture of your brother on my phone. Because he's not here. Yeah. And, and the one that's not here is the one you worry about the most. Well, of course, forever, Jake's going to be on the front of my phone. You know what I mean? He's the son that's not here. And But Jake used to really get upset that why do you always keep a picture of Josh on the cover of your phone? And I yeah. said, because he's not here. That's the yeah. way it goes. But it's, uh, it is. It's, it's, uh, it's a great time as a parent to know you did it right when they leave for school or wherever they decide to do in life. Right. Um, as long as, you know, they aren't breaking the law. You're proud of yeah. your kids. And then the, the, the second part is, you know, you, you miss them because you're, it's more of, 
I just want them here. But they're better off finding their own way. Like you found your own way in London. Sure. And that's what your mom at the time, she was going to miss you terribly. But you were like, Mom, I got to find my way. Yeah. It, it impacted me immediately because I got a job over there and things changed. But you're right. You think about all those different things. The other thing is, too, Dave, the whole balance got changed in this house. That's why it's wild. The balance also changed when sugar leaves. Yes. You aren't kidding. Because... There's a routine that we all go through, and especially as a parent, and this is why I tell everybody that tries to compare having a dog, right? Your fucking Yorkie isn't the same as your kid. My apologies. I love your dog. It's, I'm sure it's great. And I'm sure the day that the Yorkie passes, we're all sad. We all get it. We've all been there. But you're right. There is a difference, and that's why, like, tonight... uh so they leave in the morning. They're not back. They won't be back until two weeks from tonight. Yeah, it feels like a long time. It's a really long time. And so I said to them a couple of different times, look, I hope the time for me goes very fast. I hope the time for you doesn't um, because you want to enjoy it. But that's the thing where you go, yeah, you got to get the most out of it. But I have a completely different relationship with them than I ever had with my dad and really that I ever had with my mom. Yeah. And it's great. Like my mom, my mom was a single mom working, raising three kids. She didn't have time to do five day road trips yeah. with us, but that's what we did. We got out on Wednesday and what was cool is a lot of times we'll stay in San Diego. And again, my son Cade said to me, like a couple of weeks ago, he goes, hey, dad, you know what? He goes, we're going to Tahoe with mom for two weeks. And it, he goes, I love what we do. Our three-day weekends, we get out. But he goes, man, I would really like to do that with you. I'd like to go where we could get out of town and do something. And I recommend this to every parent, right? I mean, once your kids, it's incredibly different, difficult when they're little. We did it when they were four or five and you're strollers and diapers and yeah. all that shit it that's a grind but once they get to that age of six or seven and they kind of got a grasp of it man i cannot recommend it enough and so because i haven't done anything all year with covid and and just been busy i had sick time built up i had uh vacation time built up all of us had Friday off, so I took Wednesday, Thursday, and it ended up being five days off. Yeah. So we got out of town early on Wednesday morning. First thing we did was, because I have pictures of them so many different ways, we stopped by SoFi Stadium. We haven't been there since February. We're like, shit, it's been six months. Goddamn, Dave, the roof is all I can't done. believe it. Remember I told you in March yeah. there's no way it's going to be ready? It's, when I see pictures, I can't believe it. And it's funny. I always park on Kareem Court, right, yeah. which is the forum side of the building. We look in. They were raising the uh, scoreboard yeah, up. It's awesome. But then I went back last night, and it wasn't up okay. because the whole uh, north end of the building – is still open, but we started there. Uh, actually, I'll take it back. We started at VG. Road trip, VG Donuts in Cardiff. You go great. You go to SoFi. Then we stayed. Um, I wanted to do something different, and as many times as we've gone to L.A., we've never really gone to Malibu. And so we stayed in Agora Hills, which is 25 miles north of L.A. Yeah. Out of town, something different, break it up. 
And that night, we uh, decide, hey, we're going to go. It's a nine-mile drive down Las Virginis. And Las Virginis takes you in beautiful drive, takes you through the mountains, and all of a sudden down through the canyon, and you're right on uh, Pacific Coast Highway yep. at Malibu. Insane. What I didn't realize until I'm asking the guy at the hotel, like, hey, let me know. Um, like, let me know the best way to go. Uh, she, uh, the lady, or the guy at the hotel goes, yeah, it's Las Virginis. And he goes, uh, you're going to cross Willow Glen. And he kind of stops. And I go, okay. And he goes, like, he just checked me in. He goes, Jeff, Willow Glen, Las Virginis. That's where Kobe was. Yeah. I go, oh, shit. And so you just kind of, you know, we didn't take pictures. We didn't do anything. We just kind of. Paid yeah. respect. But then you get down into Malibu, and we, we spent a couple of days there. We went up to Santa Barbara, where we had been um, doing family stuff before. Never and been then, to Santa Barbara. Oh, my God. Is that funny? Dave, I've, Santa I've Barbara in, is awesome. I lived in California the majority of my life, and I've never been to Santa Barbara. They closed State Street, which is the main drag, and State Street is now like Third Street Promenade. Okay. And so uh, we spent the whole day in Santa Barbara. And then yesterday, we came down, spent the day at the marina in Marina del Rey in Santa Monica, and then uh, last night made our way home and then just kind of hung out today, which was nice. But I just, man, I say it, I love that Josh says the same thing. I I say it to my sons all the time, and I just, I can't drive it home for parents enough. Nobody remembers the day you stayed home. Yep. You just don't. The other thing that is always important if you are taking kids, man, this is it because it works. Take half hour and make yourself a trip-specific playlist on Spotify because certain songs, like I love Spotify, but the shuffle play doesn't always work. Yeah. I mean, I must have heard fucking beer can from Luke Combs a thousand (laughs) times, right? Taillights, Clint Black, all yeah. these different songs, right? But now when they hear it, they're thinking Pat Coast Highway, Balibu. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Those kind of things. Yeah. So it would just be the thing. Find those times for your kids. My son's taking the journal with him to Tahoe. So he's Good. like, Dad, I'll have two weeks worth of memories for you when I come back. But yeah. Oh, and this would be my final thing. And I always say this too. When you're going on that trip, each person... Get a book. Get find one book that you want for that trip, and uh, and everybody just kind of sign it, right? Malibu trip twenty twenty. Yeah. Dad, Jack, Cade, whole thing. Just because it's one of those other little things that you'll take away, and you'll look back on it five years, ten years, fifteen years, um, and it will mean a lot to everybody. So it's just those kind of things that you'll have because. Yeah, instead of just pictures in a photo album that nobody ever touches. Yeah, if you're one of those people who uh, who listen to the show, you're in San Diego, you don't do the Malibu thing. Malibu is great. It's one of the best places of Southern California. Now, here here's the deal. When you go to Malibu, the people that live there don't want you there. Yeah. So you got to remember a couple things. One is there are no private beaches in California. No. So, But they're going to tell you this is a private beach. Yeah. They're going to try and not let you onto their beach. Right. And you got to go bullshit. Okay, so there no that that's not true. There's also a website you can find where to park in Malibu because what they'll do is they will paint 
uh, walls that look like garage doors that aren't garage doors. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> they will do everything they can to make it look like you're parking in front of a garage door. You can't park here. Yeah. And they're literally, look it up on, on, on the line and, and figure it out. But there are places to park because you're going to go, there's nowhere to fucking park here. Yeah. But they do it like this on purpose. They don't want you. If you aren't from Malibu, they don't want you there. But it's it's worth it. It is definitely worth either a weekend or a day uh, just to go spend the time in Malibu. How cool it is. It's awesome. We just hung out. And what we did for the beach, we went north. So we went north because I knew everything was being shut down yesterday or Friday. And I drove back down there Friday night. And right where we had parked Thursday for the beach, everything was closed off. And we went north kind of by Ventura and just kind of pulled over and, and found like an unincorporated area. Yeah. So I'm just kind of hanging out, my taking pictures. My kids are doing their thing. And all of a sudden, Dave, like, here's probably why people don't go to the unincorporated area. Surfers of Griff and, and the others will get it. Goddamn, they came back. Their feet, their shins, their legs were so banged up because it's all rock underneath. Yeah. Like the Malibu beaches. I don't know. They must send hassle off out there <laughs> with a rake to get rid of it. But they were like, I'm like, what the hell? They're all beat to shit. And uh, but God damn, it was just great. That's cool. and, and I just said, look, I, I think we as parents probably dismiss the mental impact that the last three months have had on kids, yeah. not walking back and forth to school, not seeing their buddies, not eating lunch with their buddies, doing any of that. And uh, I just think I, I can't speak for your kids. I'll just say for my kids, it definitely got in their head a little bit. So to get them out, get them laughing, get them moving around, and then to have their mom do what she's doing with them tomorrow for the cool. next two weeks. I mean, you come back, they're back here two weeks from tonight, the, the 19th. And then if things move the way they should, yeah. I mean, they could be back in school a month later, but it's eighth grade. Yeah. Like, they missed half their seventh grade year. Remember seventh grade? It was a blast. It's fucking nuts, yeah. Chris Lund, hottest chick in school. <laughs> if I lost half a year chasing her around, fuck that. <laughs> Bullshit. Have you looked her up on Facebook, what she looks like now? <laughs> no, I no? not. I'm always curious to know, how do they look today? I'll tell you what, the San Diego girls did great. They did? Good. Yeah, San Diego girls are great. But, um, uh, no, you just... Uh, it's all that and it's just it's that time with your buddies yeah hanging out and they they go to a great middle school that presents a lot of different programs i just feel bad for them that they missed out on that yeah. so yeah I, I just know a lot of you pay attention to it the hotel that i would rent in encinitas for 65 bucks a week i looked at it today it's up to 182 of course so all that should change and even with covid but find it Put a little time into it, plan a trip, and uh, I'm telling you, you'll all be better for it. You know what's funny is yesterday I did something that I've never done in San Diego. And all I the saw years your I lived pictures. Here. Yeah, a friend of mine bought a boat, took us wow. out on their boat, and uh, it's funny. I have like five friends, I've realized, who have boats. Where did and, Steve Woods get that boat? Did he rent that boat? Did you see him driving yeah, that? No, I didn't see him driving it. I saw the picture of him jumping in the water, the, which we've all seen. Yeah. Which, fuck, what the hell's wrong with that guy? Um, a lot. <laughs> a lot. And so, but it was, it was cool. And it's funny as I did this and I've been in San Diego 30 years. I'm on, I'm on this boat. We launch at a J street pier. Okay. Okay. We take the boat. We go right around all the Navy ships. I mean, we're like right sure. underneath them. We're looking right yeah. up. 
And then we're, uh, which, fuck, I don't think the Navy even wants that shit. I saw signs on the way back said 100 yards away from this fucking ship, you know? But we're, wow. we're right underneath it. And then the statue of the sailor kissing the girl. Yeah. I've never seen in my life. And I've Isn't seen people funny? take pictures of it. Yeah. And uh, number one, I didn't realize how big it was. But cool, it was, it was, it was awesome. We went, you name it, Point Loma, Coronado. We, yeah. we were everywhere. We're out on the boat for over 10 hours. No yeah, way. Not seasick at all. We tied onto another boat, the friend of ours, and um dude, it was a, it was just a great fucking time. And and it's funny is I while I was out there, I even said to uh my buddy Sean, I said, you know what, in all the years I've lived in San Diego, when I used to think of San Diego, this yeah. is what I thought of San Diego. Right. The clean the Now clear does he scum, own it? He owns it. Okay. He owns a bunch of these guys, a bunch of my neighbors all bought boats. It's funny. I, I was like, why would yeah. all of you buy boats? Yeah. But then, like I told Reed on the way home, we're never buying a fucking boat, but we know five people that have boats. Does it have like, like, like if Sean, your buddy Sean, if he's yeah. taking it out, does he have an, uh, like the area down below the, or no, something? No, but his, his buddy who bought one also does. So like when we tied the boat there with that, he has, he can sleep like eight people in it. Wow. And then, you know, use the restroom, the whole yeah. deal. Yeah. But it was, it was fucking great. I said, how much you pay for this boat? He goes, 30000 brand new, you know? No shit. And um, did he put eight people on there. It was, yeah. cool. it was cool as hell. And so it was just a relaxing time. But I've never done it. I know people do it in San Diego all the time. It's ridiculous that I haven't done it, just like I haven't been in Santa Barbara. But it was it was a really cool time, man. It was it was, and it's funny I, that police kept going by since a thousand dollar fine yesterday. They didn't write one. Oh, ticket. for the fireworks? No, for people on boats, unless it was family members only. And with only four of us on that, but you look at other boats, they had thirty people. Oh, on them. gotcha. And you're like, you know, because of COVID. Sure. Um, but yeah, they weren't writing any tickets. They're just waving at everybody, and people were having a good time. And it was for me, it was something different, and it was an experience that I was like, this is something I should have done years ago. They always okay, and I don't know this. Like I saw Steve driving the boat with Hannah. Yeah. And you go, all right. Well, I feel like out in open water, you could probably drive it right, yeah. drive around the bay. It'd freak you out, like, trying to bring that thing in. That's funny you say that. Yeah, he, to the uh, dock, right? Yeah, he because it's, obviously it's brand new. He wants to take care of it. Yeah. He was worried, too. But, man, he pulled it in like you and I would park at Bonds. He was it was fine. And then does he leave it there, no, or did he, he have he, to tow it home? He, he, leaves, he left it there for, because he took it out again today, but I was coaching. Okay. I was coaching. Um, he took it out again today, and he so he left it there. And then, so he had a slip for it. But then he says he takes it out and stores it two miles from here, washes it off, and said, how much do you have to pay a month to store it? He goes, nothing, man. It's like 75 bucks. It's, it's nothing. So w- this is the thing in boat owners. Yeah. I'm fascinated by this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. The thing that amazes me, right, is because I'm, I am I live five minutes from Mission Bay. Yeah. So I get the part where you come to the boat dock because I parked there and got myself a $90 fucking ticket because it said only with boats. Yeah. I'm the one dumb shit to park there. My sons are like, are going to yell at the cop? I was like, well, I was until I saw the five signs that said <laughs> boats only. Okay, I get it. Like, you go right down the thing, yeah. you just back up, and you just drop Launch the end and yeah. in. But what the fuck at the end? Like, how do I get the boat out of the water? They drive right up in. You, same thing. They drive right up onto the trailer. You just drive right they up, drive right? Drive up there, yeah. Piece of cake. But I'm According saying they like, okay, but, I get, but my point being is like, I guess I just tie it up, like that. To me, like yeah, you the do. You starting part, the starting point. Where if you, you go, leave, if you leave it at the marina, yeah, you got to tie it to the to the dock. But I'm saying I'm in the F-150 right yeah. now. I'm driving to Mission yeah. Bay. I back up. I drop it in the water. I tie it to the dock. I park the F-150. Me, yeah, 
Lisa Ann yeah. and Missy Martinez go out. But now I'm afraid that when I come back, I tie it. Fuck, I tie it to the dock. I go get the truck. Yeah. Like that whole part to me just feels like all of a sudden I'm right and left handed. Like, <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll be all right. You'll be all yeah. right. It's funny as hell. No, I, they had it down. I'm sure both people say it's it's nothing. It, everything's worth the hassle. To me, the cleaning part would be the worst. It goes, dude, it takes an hour to clean it. Not a big deal at the end. You have, God, to, you have to put that, get the, the salt off afterwards. So. If you own a boat, I've never owned yeah. one. My grandfather had one, loved it, but it was yeah. just an old fishing boat. Yeah. They say the two best days, the day you buy it, the day you sell it. That's what I kept thinking the whole time I'm on it. But did Sean seem like he's... No, he said I should have bought it 10 years ago, he told me. And he's a huge... He used to be a big Charger fan, became yeah. a Cowboy fan as a team he picked, and he goes, dude, I'm putting a TV on this fucking thing. This is where I'm going to be on Sundays. I'll be here watching the goddamn Cowboys while I'm on the water. So he can put like DirecTV yeah. or something like that on there. He said he has Apple TV. He said it'll be Apple it'll, TV. It'll be fine. Yeah, no we talked kidding. about it yesterday. He goes piece of cake. He goes when the Lakers are back, I'll be right here on this fucking boat watching the Lakers. But the Apple TV needs him running through Wi-Fi, yeah. right? Dude, I have no idea how he has it set up. But he it works. Fuck. The crazy thing is, and people who have boats are laughing at me right now. I don't. Yeah, I've never the, had it. He has this fucking fish finder thing, which I didn't even know they sold. Like they have on the Northwestern. Yeah. And like he said, look at it right now. And I'm looking at it. He's like, look at all the fucking fish underneath the boat. And um, and I'm like, all right, that one's six feet down. That one's seven feet down. No, that one's okay. eight feet down. And, you know, it's there. He says, do you want to throw a pole in the water? I said, dude, no, I don't. Because one is I don't want to fuck. Clean <laughs> it's it. not like the biggest puss ever. I don't want to put the fucking bait on. I don't want to fucking <laughs> clean it. And I don't want to throw it back. I don't want to do any of it. I don't want to yeah. touch anything. I don't want to hold it while yeah. he's flipping around in my hand. Yeah, I don't want to do any of that shit. I don't need to. I know where Vons is. They sell fish over there. Yeah, if I need it. <laughs> Gordon. Yeah, and he's like, you don't want to use the, the, he goes, I got a bunch of hooks. And I said, no, dude, I'm good. He goes, all right, I shouldn't have brought the poles. I said, dude, you can fish all you want. I'll just sit right here. I'm fine with the breeze and the sun. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. For me, it was, it was a great weekend. It was different. Just like you were saying, something a little bit different. Dude, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was. It was a good time. I Do you think it. we can find, not Sean, we're not yeah. putting any pressure on him. Do you yeah. think anybody owns a boat? Where we take seven Patreon people out yeah. there, we do a show on the water. <laughs> I, uh, I like it's funny too, Dave, that you did that because we got from Groupon or something. Yeah, we did um, a two-hour harbor cruise. Okay, uh, five six months ago, and we started right there. You know, right down by uh, Star of India, and it started by going north. So you go out by Cabrillo yeah. and all that, and then you circle back, and then you come down under the bridge. Um, you're probably only going as far south as National City, kind of by those boats. Yeah. But what was crazy was when we did it, they pointed out the big medical boat. Yeah. And I can't think of the name of it, um, but the guy said, he goes, oh, man, you know, that medical boat, if we ever had a situation and... People, you know, there was something going on. They didn't say pandemic. Because, yeah, there's the boat. And goddamn, if that's not one of the boats that went up yeah. to Long Beach or or one of those shit six months later, we yeah. were in the middle of everything. But, uh, yeah, I remember first time I'd ever been out on the ocean right after I got here, my eighth grade year, Earl Warren, we had an oceanography class that went whale watching. Okay. And my buddies in the class got in my head because they're like, dude, you're going to get seasick. You're going to be done. Lakes in Minnesota, yeah. 
don't compare because we grew yeah. up. My yeah. buddy lived in a town called Prior Lake. We water skied every summer. I was like, oh, shit, man. I went out. I, I didn't have yeah. any problem. Done Catalina a bunch of times. Did the ferries, right? I've been yeah. on boats. And uh, so I didn't have any problem. But there's like that two-hour harbor. I loved it. But I've always been freaked out because you always hear people say, the day you buy it, the day you sell yeah, it. Yeah, me too. That's what I'd be afraid of as well. No, it was, uh, again, it helps to know someone that has one where you don't have to make the commitment to it. I did do the Dramamine before uh, sure. I went on because I was afraid I was going to get seasick. No, didn't get seasick. Obviously, it helped. But, but it's it, better being smart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to be the asshole that's thrown up on the side of the boat. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, no, it was, it was, I said, dude, it was, it was a really good time, something I hadn't done. He said he'd taken it to Catalina twice. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. So this, How long is that? Fuck, That's got to be a, a long grind yeah, out but there. He, he doesn't mind. He just didn't mind. He said, piece of cake, you know? But yeah. he said, yeah, he's done it. He goes, man, I wish I would have done it 10 years ago, you know? And I said, you know, for a guy like him, he should have. Family was from Point Loma. You know, yeah. he said, dude, because my dad was a fisherman. He goes, I should have done this forever. Dave, if I said to you, look, man, I rented a boat. I just need you to do me a favor. I need you to go out and pick something up for me. Don't worry about what it is. <laughs> Go out. I bought special uh, headphones. Yeah. And they're out in Catalina. Now, here's the boat. Here's the keys. You're gassed up. Get going. Here's my question for you, Dave. Do you end up A, in Catalina? Oh, fuck. B, south of Mexico with a bunch of federales? I'm in Mexico. Or C, do you end up in fucking Honolulu? Like, right? (laughs) Isn't there part of you? Yeah. I'd fuck the whole thing up. I'd Fuck the whole thing yeah. out. Yeah, I asked him that question that actually when we were coming back. I said, hey, so if you went this way, you, could you go to Mexico? And he goes, yeah. He goes, you just don't know what's going to happen when you get there. Oh, shit. And I was, I was How, like, yeah, fuck, yeah. you're right. Next thing you know, you're, someone has your boat and you've drowned. Yeah, and you've drowned. <laughs> well, remember we had, I don't know that we had him on, but I remember we had the story about the kid who was like 16 and sailed around the world. Yeah. Yeah. What? I know. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I don't know. See, a sailboat to me seems crazy. I wouldn't do a sailboat. I, fuck that. I was I was talking to uh, <laughs> to my mother today, and yeah. she said the guy she's with and her are going to take sailing classes and be certified, and they're going to sail. My mom's like, she's going to drown. She's <laughs> Right. He's going to be Robert Wagner. She's going to go right in the water. Yeah, put her yeah. in the dinghy. Yeah, she, she's she's not going to make it. My mom's like so upset that they're going to do that. Just hire somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. Um, yeah, no, I, sailboating does not seem something I'd want to do. All right, here's a quick question for you, final boat question. Last night, we watched Step Brothers again. Oh, cool. Such a great scene when Dale kicks fucking uh, Brennan right off the boat. About 15 minutes in. Davis, you're on the boat yesterday. And your half hour in out there in the water is Mary Steenburgen and the other guy <laughs> are just relaxing. If you could just kick one guy in the ass right off the back of that boat, who would it be? <laughs> that, who I was with yesterday? No, oh, no, no. Say, nobody yesterday. No, nobody great. from yesterday. Just if you had one person. Oh, my go, gosh. You could just kick this guy right in the ass. I don't oh know God. that I have one right now, which is pretty good. Oh my gosh! I, I I get a couple of them through politics right now. There are a lot God, of them right? I would. Yeah. yeah. Mike Pence. Oh, Mike Pence. Eric Trump. <laughs> Eric Trump. <laughs> I do love the fact that people point out that when Eric Trump tweets, his yeah. dad never retweets him. Really? Yeah, it's funny as shit. 
And the Kimberly Guilfoyle thing is, is crazy to me. She got it, right? She got it. Okay, here's the crazy thing to me about her, which I which I don't understand. Someone can let me know. Do you know who Kimberly Guilfoyle was with before she was with Donald Jr.? I thought it was the Mooch. Gavin Newsom. Oh, she wow. was married to Gavin Newsom. Oh, wow. So I'm like, well, number one, you got divorced. Two is you completely switched political parties. Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? I thought the Mooch was dating one of those chicks. I'm sure he was. Yeah. So you sit there and you go, what the fuck? What's up in Arid? Damn. And yeah, and that that was that was nuts too. Speaking of COVID, man, my former brother in law dude has it. And he's oh, in no. super bad shape. Like 103, 104 fever. Uh Sean Salisbury, I was texting with the other day, has it yeah. very bad. And that's the thing where you see it and you go, Oh, it's this guy or it's that guy or it's the seventy year old it's Kirk Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck man. Not you know what I mean? Douglas, yeah. It's Kirk Douglas, Hugh Downs, yeah. Carl Reiner. Dude, it's not. Like, no. Sean still runs quarterback yeah. camps. Yep. Like, he's still doing things. Does he You're, know how he got it? No. No. That's a crazy thing. And he said, man, I haven't been, he's like, I've been pretty mellow on things. Yeah. And so, oh, it scares. Look, yeah. I, I don't, you guys all do what you want to do. I don't care. Just, you don't need it from me. But holy shit. I man. wish people would wear the mask. That's it, it. It's disrespectful to me to everybody else for not wearing the mask. That's it. You got to just, yeah. Y- y- that's the thing, right? Yeah. You just because If you were in a grocery store and someone wasn't wearing a mask, would you say anything? Dave, I, I didn't say anything yesterday. I was on Hollywood Boulevard and yeah. you're walking around, you're going to take this tour bus. Everybody on the bus had the mask. Good. But I'm, uh, man, I'm sorry. You see people walking down the street or yeah. anywhere without one. And just like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you, uh, you guys, I mean, I, I have a pretty zero fucks mentality on a lot of things. Yeah. Boy, I don't want to be the guy where people are like, hey, fuck you. I don't want them thinking yeah. fuck you to my kids. And I, I don't want to get what people are describing. So, hey, if you're brash and feel like you're, you're, you got to beat, then more power to you. But, boy, the looks you get from yeah. people... Uh, give them to that guy, not me. I'm no with thanks. you. I'm with you. All right, so what we're going to do is we got a bunch of baseball shit. We'll get to that tomorrow. We're going to do an extra show this week. Yeah, we got them on. We'll do bonus shows, I said to Dave, because my kids are gone. We'll actually have three shows this week and next week. So yep. we'll be down here Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. So, yeah, maybe a little shorter, but you'll get three shows. All right. So uh, here we go. I'm going to uh, w- want to knock out the commercials, and I have yep. a special stayer goes for Jeff, which his kids actually would have liked uh, today. You might have to play this part back for him. Uh, we'll get to that in one second. But I do want to mention the guys that helped this show go. I want to thank Dan Williams. Dan Williams is a guy, again, can help you with your money. Right now, everybody is always concerned about their money. But right now, where things stand, people are concerned about which way everything is going. So if you're right now in debt, most of you are. It's okay to admit you got credit yep. card debt or something else, or you're concerned about your situation of living. A lot of you are renting and realizing, man, I'm getting nothing for this money. If you'd like to own a home, Dan can help you walk you through the process of where you stand financially, what you need to get out of the rental market, and to buy a home. Again, Dan Williams is your guy, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Boy, I mean, so many different things happen, Dave, throughout the course of your life where your credit goes. I just saw my friend Jen. Congratulations to my friend Jen. Just paid off the end of her credit card debt. Great. 
and it's so big. But now you look at it and you go, okay, well, your credit's going to improve. You're going to have that extra money. What are you going to do with it? But the first part is getting those finances in place. And man, when you have a little financial security, you're allowed to do things that maybe you hadn't thought of in the past. And the only way to get there is by picking up the phone, calling 858-688-6813. Tell Dan, Dave, and Jeff sent you. When you're ready to buy that perfect home, Brian Curry's your guy. He knows San Diego better than anyone else. He can put you whatever neighborhood you want to be in. Make sure you call Brian Curry. We've gone through the process with him. He's been so patient with us as we're trying to just find that perfect home. We're not in a situation where we have to get out immediately, so... He's probably cussing under his breath, saying, fuck you, dude. I'm tired of having you as a client. <laughs> but he doesn't do it to my face, man. He has been absolutely outstanding and sends me, no joke, Jeff, sends me about yeah. 11 houses a day. It's great, a right? Day. And it just goes off nonstop, 2 in the morning, 6 in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm always getting houses. Something he finds, go, this might be something you're interested in. Again, Brian can sit there and narrow it down to the exact neighborhood that you want to be in, the school district you want to be in. Make sure you give Brian Curry a call. He's your guy at 619 619- Two five one one five eight eight six one nine two five one one five eight eight. So Friday night, a great thing happened for me, and what happened for me was I reconnected with my buddy Kyle Outlaw. Kyle coached football at Saint Augie. He is a former played football at Tennessee. Uh, he and I went to the Fiesta Bowl when Carl Pickens played against Penn State. Cool. And he said to everybody behind us, um, boy, this Carl Pickens is great. And then I think Carl Pickens fumbled back-to-back punts Fuck. in the Fiesta Bowl. I used to tease Kyle because he was the only black guy that lived in Cardiff. And I said to him, uh, the coolest thing about being your friend is you're the easiest guy to find in the bar. <laughs> um, my other favorite story about Kyle and you'll wonder why this ties together with Brian Curry. I'll bring it home in a second. Uh, my friend Wendy and I had gone out one night. It was dollar night at Hennessy's in Carlsbad. So we went out. We got two beers, two Jaeger shots. Then we came to Sandbar in Carlsbad, continued to drink. And then, uh, thank God, I wasn't driving. Then we came to Cardiff, where I found Kyle. Uh, my buddy, the late, great Jimmy Orlando, who Jimmy O's in Del Mar is named after, I said, give me uh, four shots. Sex on the beach shots, right? Because I'm such an edgy yes. son of a bitch. Kyle is uh, there, and he's, you know, had like one beer. I'm f- destroyed. So <laughs> I said, Kyle, come sit with me at this table. He was Jeff, I'm not doing shots. I said, I didn't order them for you. <laughs> so Kyle sits down at the table, and I reach into my pocket, and I have about 18 cents in my pocket. I said, Kyle, you know why tonight's your good night? He goes, no. I said, because you're going to watch me swallow this dime, which I did. And he goes, stop it. And I go, so a shot, dirty dime out of my pocket. I laugh. I go, now you're going to watch me swallow this nickel. Second shot, dirty nickel. I do that, right? And I go, all right. I got two shots, three pennies. Kyle goes, I'm fucking leaving. Get the hell out of here. He leaves. The funniest shit I've heard in my life is I reconnect with my friend Kyle, who, by the way, the most important thing is with everything going on in life and the hatred in his life, this fucking guy, I'm so lucky to be his friend. He made me such a better person from the day I met him, and I just love him like family. And he just, he got married, I got married, you kind of go your separate ways. 
I said, so where are you at? He goes, oh, man, I'm living in City Heights. <laughs> I go, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, City Heights, Larry Thomas lived there. Yeah. Another guy we love like family. Sure do. City Heights, I got to take my foot. I just uh, got to take the foot off the gas. Oh, my God. You just, you just. Sorry, dude. My yeah. friend Kyle, who's just such a positive impact. City Heights couldn't be University yeah. Heights. God damn it, Kyle. Did you see Josh's list the other day on top five things that happens in different neighborhoods in San Diego? No. That's always on the news. No. City Heights, always a stabbing on a Sunday. <laughs> on a Friday, someone always drives their car right into the front of a house in Chula Vista. Always. You know, Did he have sewage and yeah, IB? Yeah, sewage and IB. Of course. Flooding in fucking Mission Valley. Someone, right. Someone falls off a cliff, Sunset Cliff. Sunset Cliff. You know, Black's Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Some pervert. <laughs> but he so, nailed it. The City Heights thing, I think of all the time. Too. I just, I laughed and laughed and laughed. I said, all right, well, it doesn't mean for me yeah. that Brian and I will go to City Heights, but. A guy that has been an incredibly huge impact on me, the great Kyle Outlaw. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I just couldn't be more excited to reconnect with him. Uh, he's in City Heights. It's a great neighborhood. Yep. If my buddy's there, he did. Other than hanging out with me, it's the only mistake he ever made. Um, so yeah, I don't know what else uh, I can say about so. that neighborhood. That is funny. All right, Taylor May pools that perfect pool. Guess what? If you weren't by the water yesterday, you should have a pool. In your backyard, Alan Taylor is ready to build it. Make sure you give Alan Taylor a call. If you're having a hard time imagining how your new pool is going to look, guess what? He has a 3D Designs virtual tours. will take the guesswork out of everything and show you exactly what that pool is going to look like. The waterfalls, the grotto, the slides. Turn your backyard into a staycation by calling Alan Taylor, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Goddamn, Dave. The one thing, if we have not had... Enough shit going on in 2020, right? I mean, I just was brought back to me the other day. The passing of Kobe Bryant, COVID, everything yep. else going on. Now you find out it's going to be about 100 degrees every day this summer. 100 degrees. It just doesn't go away. Well, the way you manage it is by getting a tailor-made pool. And you know what? Yesterday... I'm walking Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And you look down, boy, there's so many stars of people that made an impact on your life, <laughs> whether it was James Garner, maybe it was John Stamos, <laughs> so many others, Fritz Coleman, a lot of big names that came to mind. But Dave, I took one picture for a star for you. Yeah. And I blew it up. Look whose path that I crossed. The great Angie Dickinson. Oh, wow, look at that. I got it. It's going to be my screensaver right now. <laughs> Angie Dickinson's. And so you know what that means. Pepper. Yes. From Police Woman. Right now for the first 13 people that call. Don't let Amy say this deal is only good for nine. <laughs> I just increased it to 13. For the first 13 people that call between now and Thursday, mention the Dave and Jeff show. You won't get a discount, but you will get the Angie Dickinson silhouette pool. This is a limited time offer, and it will go quick. So please... Right now, sign up and tell uh, Alan and tell yeah. Amy too. <laughs> say, uh, say, hey, it is the uh, Dave and Jeff special. I am sorry to do this because I was looking and I got a notification. Uh, my son 
who is going away, sent me this on Instagram. He was very upset that his little brother wouldn't help him set up his Instagram account. And he goes, he won't do it because he's a dick. (laughs) And I'm sorry, I know it's terrible, but that's the way kids talk. And so the whole thing. And he just sent me a picture of the mask saying, I'm back. Nice. So it's important that you're able to text with your kids. And so, uh, yeah, it's good. But yeah, tell Amy you want the Angie Dickinson special. Larry King would get it. That's for sure. God damn it, Dave. Can I bat clean up after uh, uh, Johnny Carson (laughs) banged her? Is that right? JFK banged her. Yeah. Larry King, I, I mean, it no, doesn't feel like... I don't like... think Larry King banged her. I just think Larry King always wanted a banger and would put it out there all the time. Ah, <sighs> boy. I, I, I don't, don't feel like the bars raise too high, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's not. It's right. not. Yeah. All right. Shit, so JFK banged her? I didn't even know yeah. that. Damn. God damn. She banged got... them all. But that's it. Yeah. I'd still take her out to, to yeah. Yard House for a nice dinner, big tall beer. I was watching yesterday, I was watching like characters of the NFL. Yeah. And they had a Paul Horning and they were saying oh, that how you'd much rather score a touchdown than have sex with the most beautiful Bullshit. woman on the, on the planet. And he said, it's a lot harder to score a touchdown. I could bang the most beautiful woman on the planet any <laughs> night. Wow. Yeah. He said it was never hard. He said, dude, it was man since college, dude. Piece of cake finding those women. Yeah. He goes, scoring a touchdown wasn't easy. <laughs> I was like, son uh, of a bitch. Pretty good. You, you dirty sailor. Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame is so proud. Right, and all their fans. (laughs) Kyle Fluger's your guy for that perfect website. What are you waiting for right now? Look, Kyle Fluger can help you out with that website that is struggling, whether you need to rebuild it or you need a brand new one for a startup business. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Man, Dave, it is so important uh, to have a very good website for your business. I'm telling you, haven't you all? Uh, haven't we all run into it recently? While you're trying to buy something, or you're trying to get something, trying to find that perfect gift for somebody, and some websites, man, you just crank through it. And if you get to that one where it's taking too long, I, I'm telling you this. I would say anybody who owns a restaurant, yeah, boy, especially in this day and age. Have your menu on there. Have the prices on there. Get people up to date on what your hours are. All of those different things. Because people like me, parents or whatever, you're a little upside down on what you're trying to do and what you're trying to figure out. And as much information as you can give on that website, it just makes decisions so much easier. And, And find a way to be the first guy. How do you do that? I mean, we talk about building the perfect website. But Kyle can make it so that when somebody comes to town from San, uh, to San Diego, from Arizona, or anywhere else, they type in two or three keywords, right? Best burger in San Diego. Yep. They're going to find your place or whatever else you may be doing. But make the decision that Dave and I made. You will never think twice. Call Kyle Fluger. Have him set it up for you. All right. Before we get to how old are they, how much they're worth, I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you, did you see who is running for president? Hell Yeah. Kanye West says he's going this year. Now, I thought Kanye and Donald Trump were super close, but he says he's going, I guess, has to go as an independent because he jumped in so late. Does Kanye actually take votes from anybody? Well, I saw somebody, and I have to think of who this was, somebody that I follow and somebody I respect said just completely blew up the whole Kanye thing. I don't, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't think so, but Dave, the way shit's going right now, 
So, okay, so it's funny. I had this conversation with my son because he goes, man, he takes from more from the Democrats than the Republicans. Yeah. And I was like, dude, if he gets a million fucking votes, I swear to God, I, I say I'm moving but, to Canada. Canada doesn't want us anymore. No, we're out. But I'm like, there's no fucking way people are voting for Kanye. You can't tell me you're going to stand in line to vote for Kanye. Oh, yeah. He's fucking crazy. There goes the end of the Kardashians, by the way. She can't do both. She can't be the first lady and be on their Kardashians. What does that do for sales of her movie? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> now, I saw something today that said if Kim Kardashian becomes the first lady, yeah. she's not the f- first first lady to do porn, and they showed Melania. Melania didn't do porn. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. Like, yeah. if you have your, your deal yeah. against... If you're pissed at yeah. Trump or whatever else, I think most people though don't, aren't pissed at her. Well, that's what. But it felt like a shot yeah. at her. Yeah, like she, I'm not pissed at her at all. No, dude, they're all ripping her for a dress yesterday. Uh, uh, like, dude, that dress costs more than your house. Dude, you know what I mean? It felt like it. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I don't know why people go after her. She looks so fucking miserable. That's and, the thing. And like, her whole me- she only has one message as the first lady, and he goes against it all the time. Yeah. About the no bullying, and he, he gives a nickname to every person he hates. Uh, we the thing is, man, we we stay away from politics on this as much as part, we, we can. Did. Yeah, because look, I have so many friends, and I have friends that are diehard Trump people. I right? do too. And you look at it and you go, man, there's such important people in my yeah. life that I, that might not be my particular politics, yeah. but it's not going to make me. I'm just, I'm not going to shut down my friend. No, honestly, I think I have more friends who are Trump supporters than non-Trump supporters. I think it's because yeah. they're living in San Diego. But honestly, I think I do. I don't think it's that close. Uh, so, no, I don't get into a politic thing with my friends because whatever they vote. I mean, I, honestly, I've thought about it going, okay, why are these people still my friend? But I'm like, they're my friend because their values aren't the values that, even though they're they're voting for the guy, because I'm not a Trump guy, you know, yeah, but no. it doesn't, it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. I'm a, I'm a military guy. And I, as much as someone says, hey, I'm a fan of the military, he seems to trash the guys in the military when he fires them. It drives me a little crazy. But it's, it's, it's just a personal thing with me. I'm always looking for leadership. I'm just not a Trump guy, okay? Right. But my friends who are Trump fans, no, nah, I would have never end a friendship over that. There's a reason why I like the way they treat their kids or give back to the right. community. And so, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, but when I look at his wife, I look at her as she doesn't look happy. No. Yeah. She, but... If, let me ask you, if your mm-hmm. wife looked like that every mm-hmm. time you came home, <laughs> wouldn't you go, fuck, we're in trouble, right? Yeah, I would yeah. think. I would think. I'll tell you this, as a guy who's been divorced for two and a half years, it wasn't like that. No. Never. Yeah. We just grew apart. We yeah. just became different. But, I mean, fuck, we laughed our ass off tonight. I don't yeah. think those two ever laughed their ass off no. about anything. Um, I don't know, man. It's funny. And, I, I mean, right now, I mean, we're into July. So we're we're four months yeah. out, and you look at it and you go, four months. I tell you what, right now, if I have a friend that tells me they vote for Kanye, I'm dumping him as a friend. Kanye, what if they tell you they vote for Trump? No, that's I. Well, I'm going to have friends that are going to vote for Trump. There are yeah. tons of people that listen to the show that I, I love to death. Okay, that, yeah, that, of course, they're extremely nice to us. Dude, no way. I'm not ending a friendship for that. Okay, right. whatever reasons there are, whether it's the 401k or whatever. But if you tell me you're voting for Kanye, I think you're batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't Holy know. I, I'm done being your friend if you vote for Kanye. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I'm not talking to you ever again. I Like, you're out of your fucking mind. 
I come from a state that voted Jesse Ventura in. You know, though, okay, here's, here's a question for you. Yes. In all seriousness, when Jesse was voted in, you thought, yeah, it sounds crazy. But when you listen to Jesse talk, Jesse, I thought, made a lot of good points. Well, the thing was, he had at least been in local government back there. He had yeah. been the mayor of, I think, St. Louis Park, which yeah. is a pretty big community. Yeah, it's called St. Jewish yeah. Park. A lot of people call it that. Okay, let's just put all the cards out on the table. I tried to avoid that, Dave. Yeah. Even as somebody who um, has been made an honorary Jewish yeah, yeah, you are. guy by so many of you. Um, but he at least had, he knew the local people. And I don't remember him being the conspiracy guy at that point, right? Like he seemed like he was still on the right side of normal. Yeah. And I don't know if he did or I that Chris Kyle story that they tell. Yeah. Uh, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. My my uncle coached him in high school. Really? Yeah. Wow. At uh he was a swimmer. Jim Janos was his name. My uncle okay. coached him and my uncle's heavily involved, like I said, coached Eric Rubner. Yeah. Heavily involved in high school sports back there. And he said Ventura was always – now, again, I wasn't there. Maybe he yeah. shot his mouth off, and I don't know anything. But he's always been very pro-military. I mean, he told everybody yeah. that would listen he was a SEAL. He was yep. very proud of his time here in Coronado. So I hope that didn't happen. I really don't. Uh, I Chris Kyle was awesome, so I don't know. But, I mean, that fucking guy – but there was a big difference between him getting votes for governor – and any votes he would have gotten for president, right? Yeah. I just, as I sit here four months out today and we wonder, like you see all these people that are pissed off. I saw it yesterday on Hollywood Boulevard. They had a huge gathering, right? Probably 500 people. Trump's got to go. Pence has to go. The whole thing. Well, the only way a change is going to happen is if people go out and vote. Because I'll tell you this. The Trump people are absolutely going to go out and vote. 100%. They absolutely are going to go out and vote. And to me, I, I look at it, I'm fascinated by the whole thing. I'm fascinated by who Joe Biden will pick as his running mate, right? Yeah. Because you think back on different things when John McCain and you go, dude, McCain's kind of in this game. And then he, he grabbed Sarah out. Palin. Yeah. Uh, when Mitt Romney was in it, then he grabbed John Edwards, and yep. then he found out John Edwards was fucking everybody, yeah. and that was done. <laughs> like, you go, I don't know, man. Like, is there somebody in that party where he can go and swing the needle? Yeah. I don't, Amy Klobuchar, is she going to move the needle? I, I doubt it, right? Yeah. Kamala Harris, is she going to move it? Uh, I was saying to friends the other day, I go, dude, the only one that I could think of, and I don't know that they'd even want the job, but if he went and could talk Michelle Obama into running and being his vice president, that'd be something else. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think she wants any part yeah, of that. Yeah, that'd be something else. No, I maybe could... he gets Kanye to do it. Oh, I don't my... know. <laughs> but you're supposed to find out within a couple of weeks who Biden's getting. Yeah. The other question is, does Trump kick Pence to the curb? That would be something else. Wouldn't surprise you because he's fired like 75 guys already. Right. And Pence had said something and then he pulled it down on social media. Like there there was a great show on Showtime called The Circus with yeah. those two dudes from Bloomberg yeah. and the political guy. And they were showing you everything behind the scenes. God, that show is so great yeah. four years ago. 
And then that one dumb fuck was inappropriate with coworkers. So yeah. that show has to go away. And COVID, right? They're not out on campaigns no. and debates and everything. But I just, Dave, I look at what's going to happen over the next four months. I go, this is absolutely Kinda wild. Yeah. Wild, right? Kind of nuts. Yeah, it is. It is. It's crazy. You and I have always been fans of it. So I, I, yeah. I do enjoy the whole process. It's um, It will be interesting. And I tell you, the best thing for to me for Trump is that he has four months. If it was this month, things aren't looking great. But he has four months to... I, I always say there's time for him to step up and say the right things, but I just don't think he will. I don't think he has to, yeah. Dave. I think the bigger challenge goes to Biden because if I'm Biden and I'm in that Biden team meeting, the one thing I'm asking every day is I'm like, Joe, if you want me to be honest with you, do you have anybody in your fan base as passionate and as loyal to you as he has in no, his? No way. Not even close. Nobody does. That's the wildest yeah. thing, Yeah, nobody right? does, yeah. Nobody does. And uh, and that's the thing. Yeah. That's why you look at it. So, uh, I mean, man, there's a lot of angry people, right? A lot oh, of angry are. people in the world. Well, are you going to fucking do anything in November? Or are you just yeah. going to sit around and, and shake your fist at the sky? We'll find out. I tell you what, if he did get rid of Pence, man, I, I'd be all for it. I'd, I'd be all for it. I'm not a Pence fan at all. Yeah. I just I can't believe... I can believe, but here's here's the deal. You and I have always been on this show, especially as you know, we always have the belief that everybody deserves the right to a happy life. Yeah, Pence is the guy when he was in Indiana yeah. passed that law that you don't have to deliver food to gay people. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck you know that what I mean, guy, dude. I'm swear. Yeah, fuck him, dude. I was like, well, what's your problem? He's a dude. He's weird. He has that thing. He's weird. He can't be in a room with a, a woman. Calls his wife mother. Yeah, that's weird. Anyone calls their wife mother is weird. Yeah, he's a yeah. Come on, yeah. Even though all you mega make America yeah. great, you, you does he say mother work the balls? What does he fucking say oh, when he's in the sack? Does he? <laughs> what does he say? In the mother. Sack? <laughs> Maybe he's a big Danzig fan. <laughs> Shit, I like Danzig. I don't know. He is. He's a mess. Uh, and shout out to my friend Pete in Point Loma. Yeah, had over. It's closing in on five thousand likes. On his tweet from yesterday. Did you see what he did? No, I didn't. So we continue to try to keep people from Arizona out. And Pete put out a tweet of a shark. And he put in capital letters, this was just taken <laughs> off the shore of Pacific Beach. Do not show up to Mission Hills or anywhere else. And it was goddamn great. It was great. And he had like 5,000 people. I love that it. fucking liked it. And oh. he's like, hey, what qualifies as a uh, tweet going viral? I think that qualifies. Let me see where he's at right now. I think Josh had that when he listed the the cities, the stuff that happens. And he said the same thing. It took off like over 5,000 on Instagram. So here's the picture, Dave. You can see it's from yeah. Jaw. Oh, it's great. In capital letters, attention slash emergency notice. I took this picture this morning off the Ocean Beach Pier. This was in three feet of water. Do not, I repeat, do not come to Ocean Beach, Sunset Cliffs, or Mission Beach this 4th of July weekend. Love it. To which my man Billy replied, think there were five of them. <laughs> Dude, he beat me to it. I was going to put a picture of Godzilla. And see, yeah. this is downtown San Diego. When I saw pizza, I was like, I'm not even playing the game. 4,423 likes. For him. 1,456 retweets and comments. Good job, Pete. God damn, that a kid. Good job. And our boy uh, Derek Dawson from uh, from the Gulls had one with the Lion. 
Oh, yeah. That said the lion had gotten loose uh, walking around, <laughs> uh, busted out from the zoo. And it was great. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, here we go. We'll knock this out. How old are they? How much are they worth? We only have three of them on July 5th. We're going to start off with Huey Lewis. Mm. Huey Lewis. Deaf. Lost his hearing. How? Uh, I'm going to say he's... I'm going to say he's... 67. 70. Damn. 70. Well, don't sing him happy birthday. You can't no. hear it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You're a son of a bitch. I'm trying Jesus. to do things. Uh, He is worth... I don't know how many of those songs he wrote. I'm going to say he's worth uh, $40 million. $20 million. All right. Edie Falco, Tony Soprano's wife. I know who she is. 58. 57, really close. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, she should be worth more because she was great. I'm going to say $14 million. $40 million. Oh, nice. Yeah, good for her. $40 million. All right, that's good. Last one. We'll see how good you are on uh, your female soccer. Megan Rapinoe. Mm. Do you know which one she is? Mm-hmm. Okay. But the age kind of throws you off. Yeah, it does. I- I'm going to well, say. She t- colors her hair, all these colors. Yeah, it's right. Figure it out. Uh, 29. 35. No shit. Yeah, 35 years old. Dang. Well, good for her. Yeah. Um, Money-wise, how much has she made? I'm going to say $7 million. $3 million. Okay. And she'll complain it's not $7 million. That's all she <laughs> right. does is complain about how much money yeah. she doesn't make. All right, here we go. Stayer goes. These right here are famous wrestlers from the 80s. Okay. Okay. Stayer goes. We're going to start off with a really hard one here. Hulk Hogan, Andre mm-hmm. the Giant. Uh, Andre the Giant. <laughs> That's going to be one of Peanut. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Jimmy Superfly Snooka or Randy Macho Man Savage? Uh, Macho Man. I'm going to have him tell wow. me Elizabeth stories. Snooka <laughs> killed his girlfriend. Did he really? Yeah. Fuck. Watch that channel. Oh, Vice, I didn't man. know that. That's a bad one. Yeah, Snooka's nuts. Two guys here you definitely wouldn't, wouldn't want to be on an island with. Big John Stud or King Kong Bundy? Oh, uh, hmm. Take Big John Stud, dude. How upset do you think Big John Stud was? Like he has to be thinking, man, I should be the the guy that's as popular as Andre the Giant, right? But this big fuck over here, yeah. I mean, Big John Stud was always the bad guy. Always, he could do everything Andre the Giant did. He step over the top rope, did the whole fucking thing. But then everybody hated his ass. Yeah, all of them. And I and I don't think he liked it when they called him Big John Dud. <laughs> I definitely did not. Junkyard Dog or Ric Flair. Oh, come on. Come on. I, that's the one's not fair because Junkyard Dog would win a bunch of those. He would. He'd win a bunch, but I'm sorry he's not winning here. Ric Flair. All right, last one of the night. Ricky Steamboat or Jake the Snake? Ah, uh, God. But I hate snakes. <laughs> I hate snakes. That fucking God put it on you every time you fall asleep. He would. Ricky Steamboat's so damn boring. <laughs> I'm going Ricky Steamboat. I think that snake freaks me out. <laughs> like enough. Yeah. Fuck. Get out of here. But I'm telling you what, I'll get a contact high. Yeah, you would. Hanging out with Jake the Snake. <laughs> there you uh, go. All right. That's it for tonight. Like we said, for the next two weeks, bonus shows. We'll be back on Monday. And then, oh, hang on, Dave. Yeah. One quick thing. Thank you very much. To, we'll do two quick things, and then we'll be done. Okay. What did you make of the article about the Mighty 690? 
Um, oh, the, the one in the athletic. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was great. Thought they did a good job. It was it was a long it was long. Actually, I prefer more articles like that. I like yeah. I like the way they're written. I always liked it that way. Um, I thought it was fantastic. And for me, as someone that was there for a short time, and you and I know all the personalities, yeah. I thought they did a fantastic job. Thank God they got Hartman in there. Yeah, he, he actually made it. Hartman laid out everybody. Yep. He ripped Hacksaw. Yep. Because he said once headlines came, uh, once the internet, Hacksaw became irrelevant. I said the same thing for years. Yeah. He ripped Rome by reminding reminding everybody that Chet called him Horseshack. Yeah, there's a lot of shit about Rome that was not written that could have been written. And then he ripped Scott and BR by saying that when the show went to L.A. and they talked about bringing Kaplan and Billy Ray up, Steve's quote was, who the fuck Scott and BR? Yeah, right, he did We want them. the loose cannons. Holy shit. I was like, God damn. He comes out fire. He did rip them. I forgot. I thought Antonio did a really good job. Yeah, sure did. And I thought a lot of people got a hold of that story. Antonio's great, and we'll talk USC football with him as we get closer. He's also their beat writer. I found it really good. And just, like, I I was like, well, I didn't work there. But I appreciate what he put in for me. Yeah, I but I'm glad you recommended that he call Steve. I yeah. thought Steve made it. I thought Steve was great, so I'm glad we could do that. There are a lot of rumors going around, and we'll just touch on this because tomorrow night we'll be back here. Do you think the Mighty 1090 or the Mightier 1090 relaunches as early as tomorrow? That's what it sounds like. From what I'm reading, that's what it sounds like. Now, look, I, I talked to Scott just two weeks ago. Yeah. And I said, hey, are you going on on July 6th? He said, no. I said, I'm, we're not we're close to going on. He goes, I don't even know if I'm going to do it anymore. He goes, I had other things going on that are going really well for me. Do you believe me. that? You knew he was so far in. You know what? I was shocked when he said it, but he said it with such such convention that I said he's he's definitely not going on. He just why would he lie to me? You yeah, know what no, I mean? I got you. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, as I said, he's, when a friend tells you something privately, it wasn't like I was going to repeat that. But then now everything's coming out that the show is starting tomorrow for him. So it sounds like they're going to go syndicated and then run okay. him just the only local show basically i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find this really quick i should have had this ready but alex padilla tweeted tonight um something to the effect of man it's weird getting ready to book and produce a three-hour show yeah scott kaplan are you ready to go there you go now i don't have it dave i don't know if you can get to twitter my twitter is not coming up the way i wanted it to for scott and br radio EP for Scott and BR Radio doesn't say anything about Mightier 1090, but if you can see um, anything from Alex Padilla. Yeah, I'll look. Hold on one second. Yeah. yeah my internet problems in my house, too. Okay. Um, hold on. I'll pop up right here. Just got in. Let's see. Are you looking? You want me to look for Scott or for. Uh, I'm looking for Alex Padilla. Okay. But. Padilla wrote something that basically said, um, like, hey, I, I mean, we don't need the exact wording. We'll just we'll wrap it up and we'll see what happens. But he kind of made it sound like it could go uh, as quick as, I don't know, relatively, relatively soon. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. So I can't find it. All right. So, yeah, I don't see it right here, but he had just written uh, back on air Monday. 
Yeah, see? Okay, so he's going to announce it tomorrow morning. Dude, okay. I think Mighty 1090 is going tomorrow. Yeah. I think if you're getting this Sunday night or Monday morning, I think Kaplan's back tomorrow. Back on air Monday. Lewis Riddick, ESPN, is up first. Tony Baselli later in the day. Kurt Warner on Tuesday. Boomer Wells, Boog Shambi Wednesday. We'll tell you which station Monday yeah. morning. So that's it. It's the relaunch of the Mightier 1090. Dave, I'm going to call it with no evidence to back it up, but I think they're back on the air tomorrow, which makes this bonus show tomorrow night uh, yeah. a whole lot of fun. I think you're right. And on a side note, for Scott, for Alex, for Johnny Browner, and for Bill and everybody, Dave, who knows? Maybe it'll be you over there one day. But for all of those guys, man, they were so incredibly nice to me. I wish them nothing but the best. I genuinely do. I, I, I dig all those guys, and I think it'll be really, really fun. We'll see what they're able to launch with and what it sounds like. Yeah. I would also say this. If you're tuning in tomorrow, give them a fucking chance to get yeah, their legs under exactly them. exactly right. Don't judge it tomorrow. It's like we did with, with Steve and Ben when they came on on 97.3, and we said give them a couple of days to figure shit out. There, there may be some technical issues, whatever else. But I think it's good. The more voices we get, the more stations we get, leads to more opportunities for really talented guys yes. that may not currently be working. And I think it's a good thing. It will make 1090 raise their game. By the way, 760 KFMB, they just announced that they're staying with their current lineup. They're going to be 760 uh, KGB. Yeah. So we'll just we'll talk about a lot of this tomorrow night when we're back here. But I think all of it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause Stephen Ben do a great job. The rest of that lineup is very stagnant. Let's be honest. The entire 1360 lineup is pretty stagnant. Let's be honest. If 1090 comes in and can make a dent and, and makes those other stations get better, then we as the audience, we win. You 100% do. You aren't paying for it. I think Kaplan's back tomorrow. We'll wait and see what happens, and then we'll recap it tomorrow night. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. So let's dance.